Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to find that comfortable chair and select your favorite cigar, cutter, and lighter. And enjoy the Cigar Guys radio show. Join Gary, Doc Layden, and Alan, the cigar savant Friedman, and a cast of cigar aficionados, whiskey enthusiasts, craft beer lovers, and wine connoisseurs as they celebrate the cigar lifestyle live in Atlanta and heard throughout the globe. Smooth draws, everyone. The Cigar Guys radio show is on now. Smooth draws, everyone, and welcome to the Cigar Guys radio show. We're delighted to be bringing you the cigar enthusiasts in Atlanta and actually throughout the world. Our first broadcast from our new home at ESPN Radio 1230 The Fan. Thank you, Dickie Broadcasting and our program director, Scott McFarlane, for supporting the show. I'm Gary Doc Layden. I'm a little beat up today just getting over the flu, but I'm joined and hopefully won't infect him by my friend and co-host, Alan the Cigar Savant Friedman. Alan. 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 Yeah, Alan, Alan, Alan. For those just tuning into the show for the first time, why don't you tell the listeners a little about a little bit about each other? Well, first of all, everyone calls Gary Doc because he actually plays one in real life. So how do I describe Doc? Even at a young age, his grandmother pegged his personality. She told him he just wasn't a right boy. Oh, so you're putting my family business out there, are you? Oh, absolutely. Well, she was right. You're not a right boy. Doc is witty, sarcastic. He's funny and a bit irreverent but mostly done in good taste and in good spirit. Now I know why tigers eat their young, you know? Yeah, that describes me to a T. All right, let me describe Alan. First of all, the question that I get asked most when we attend events or visit cigar shops or lounges is why in the world do I call you the cigar savant? All right, I recall the very first time I met Alan, it was a holiday cigar party at the Cigar Merchant in Roswell. I happened to be walking into the humidor to look to make a cigar purchase, and I saw this very hot-looking Latin lady standing in the humidor. Well, being the swab man I am, I introduced myself and said, hey, you hang out in the humidor often? Uh, She said then uh, she was waiting for her husband, who was on the other side of the aisle, The boxes were obstructing the view. Uh Uh-oh, how was it going to get out of this mess and not get punched in the head? I was hoping I wouldn't see, when I went around the other side of the humidor, this ripped mountain man of a guy and then try to explain to him why I was making small talk with his wife. Well, as it turned out, Alan is a big guy, but he's not threatening. But he was a little bit weird at first glance. He was walking around the humidor with tiny steps his head tilted to the right as if in a trance, and he was mesmerized by looking at all the cigars. All right, I was going to try to be friendly with him, so I, I walked up to him and said, uh, Hey, uh, my name is Doc, and 
they got a pretty good selection of cigars in here. And then I was blown away by what I heard. 56,785 cigars. Uh, what? Uh, uh, 56,783 cigars. Someone just purchased two. Yeah, definitely a nice selection. The cigar bands are definitely very sparkly. Well, after that, I soon began referring to Alan as the cigar savant in homage to the Rain Man character played by Dustin Hoffman. The Rain Man is truly a savant. What the heck is a savant? A savant is a condition in which a person demonstrates profound and prodigious abilities far in excess of what would be considered normal. Alan has an encyclopedic-like knowledge of cigars, cigar history, cigar facts. He might not know who the candidates running for presidents are, but he could tell you every fact, stat, and figure about anything to do with cigars. So, Alan, a show about cigars. For those listening that have really never experienced cigars or just getting into them for the first time, we're not talking about two guys puffing away with cigars, are we? Let's talk a little about what we call the cigar lifestyle. Well, Gary, I've been enjoying and learning about cigars for over 20 years now. I would say that I love them. It's a passion, a hobby, a lifestyle, and even a part of my personality. If it were not for cigars, half of my friends would not exist. It's amazing just how many solid personal relationships began over the mutual enjoyment of a cigar. If it were not for cigars, I would have never met my dear friend, business partner, and co-host, Gary Doc Layden. Cigars have helped me develop many business relationships. As a matter of fact, some of my best conversations I've ever had with my wife have occurred with a cigar in hand. I believe cigars have allowed us to slow down, to relax, to talk to each other. And I can tell you just how many times my friends, business associates, and people that I have met in the cigar industry have said the same thing. Yes, the Cigar Guys radio show is about cigars, but it will be about so much more because it's about what we call the cigar lifestyle, the passion for cigars, and the good life. A lifestyle that allows us to relax, have fun, and enjoy life with good friends, camaraderie, good food, libations, travel, sports, and even learning more about our hobbies and passions. Well, well said, Savant. And let me share this with our audience. If you tend to be on the shy side and have a difficult time approaching a stranger to strike up a conversation, my advice or our advice, simply head over to a quality cigar shop, like several of the ones you'll be hearing us talk about today who sponsor the show. Purchase a cigar, sit down, light it up next to others who enjoy their cigars, and watch the magic happen. The conversations will quickly ensue. As I always say, the cigar is the fastest way to transform a stranger into a friend. Do you agree? You got that right, Doc. So, Doc, let's tell the listeners about what we have in store for them on the show today. What's up, Doc? All right, we're going to be joined in a few minutes live in studio by a true cigar master, Jose Blanco, brand owner, along with his wife, Emma Victorson, of Las Cumbres Tobacco and the makers of the Senorial and Freya line of cigars. Coming up in the second hour of our show, we're going to have Glenn Loop of the Cigar Rights of America talking about some pretty scary legislation that the FDA is considering that might possibly impact your rights to smoke 
premium cigars. You don't want to miss this segment and perhaps ask Glenn about some of these proposed legislations and regulations. Yeah, that's going to be very scary. Wait till the cigar enthusiasts out there hear about what pending legislation is going on with the FDA, taking away a lot of the rights pertaining to enjoying your cigar. Hey, um, we're going to be doing our weekly segment, the Smooth Draw Cigar of the Week. Stay tuned for what the Cigar Savant and Scott Bailey, owner of the cigar merchant Roswell, have selected for this review today. Doc will be doing a segment every week called Doc's Diversions, in which he uses and reviews unique items of interest to the cigar enthusiast that are not actually cigars, but items to make you enjoy your cigars even more. I am curious to see what Doc's come up with for today and to fill us in on those diversions. And they are diversions. These are going to be little things that I've come up with beyond smoking cigars, things to enhance the cigar experience, accessories, things like that. Hey, um, we've come up with what I really think is a very cool segment. We're having celebrities from the cigar lifestyle call the show, describe themselves in their company or product, but never identifying their name. These could range from cigar brand owners to famous whiskey distillers to professional athletes that might have their own cigar line. If you call the show and figure out the name of the mystery celebrity, you can win cigar or other cool related cigar swag. Hi, Doc. I'll tell you, we're packing a lot into the show today. We'll also have certified tobacconist Jim Luffman, a Blue Havana 2 cigar shop and lounge in Alpharetta, answer some questions sent to the Cigar Guys radio show email account. Last but certainly not least, we'll be talking about Canadian whiskey today with our dear friend and wine and whiskey expert, educator, and lecturer, Val Bradshaw. At our be- I bet our listeners, Alan, will be interested to learn more about Canadian whiskey. Oh, I bet they will. I want to learn more about Canadian whiskey. And speaking of Val, although we want you to tune into the Cigar Guys radio show every week, you can also follow the show in almost a play-by-play format at our weekly Twitter Herf. A Herf is a gathering of cigar enthusiasts, in this case on Twitter, who share information, photos, and cigar recommendations. Val hosts this for us. Follow Val at the Herf at hashtag Cigar Herf, and Val's Twitter handle is at Cigar Herf. Hey, we'd love to talk cigars, spirits, cigar events, and the cigar lifestyle in general with you today. You can call us now by calling our number at 404-741-1230. Again, in Atlanta, that's 404-741-1230. Live outside our calling area? Hey, no problem. We've got a toll-free line for you. That's 844-TALK-SST. Again, toll-free outside Atlanta, 844-TALK-SST. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on the web at CigarGuysRadioShow.com. You could find us on Twitter, at CigarGuysRadio, and on Facebook, Cigar Guys Radio Show. Hey, I want to acknowledge our staff today. We love our new, well, new for the show, but not new for Dickie Broadcasting and Cumulus Media, our executive producer. And his name is Chad Pochier. He didn't think I was going to get that, but I speak Cajun. It's truly been a pleasure working with Chad. 
and and getting some tutelage under his expert wizardry on the board, isn't it, Alan? Absolutely. I have already learned a lot. We can't forget our business manager, Lou Alvarado, who is answering the phones today, and Big John from Cigar Weekly is here helping us out in the studio today. Thanks, everyone. Hey, and we also have John Sands, the official photographer of the Cigar Guys radio show. You're listening to the Cigar Guys radio show on ESPN Radio 1230 The Fan. We'd love to take your calls locally at 404-741-1230 or toll-free at 844-TALK-SST. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk cigars, cigar blending, taste profiles, and anything else you can think of about cigars with cigar legend Jose Blanco of Las Cumbres Tobacco. Smooth draws, everyone. We'll be right back. Smooth draws. Are you a cigar aficionado looking for the perfect shop? Visit Imperial Cigar and Pie Club on Lawrenceville Highway in Lawrenceville. They have a great selection of boutique cigars in their walk-in humidor and high-quality pipe tobacco for the pipe enthusiast. You'll feel right at home in their comfortable lounge and will soon appreciate their knowledgeable and friendly staff. Imperial Cigar and Pie Club also offers memberships and private humidified lockers. Looking for some great cigars midweek? They've got an ongoing deal every Wednesday. Purchase four and get one free. So pay the folks at Imperial Cigar and Pipe Club on Lawrenceville Highway a visit. Find them on the web at imperialcigarpipeclub.com. Introducing the Enclave, another masterfully crafted cigar by A.J. Fernandez and Father Ismael. The rich Habano Rosado wrapper from Ecuador complements the decadent Cameroon binder using A.J. Fernandez, Piloto Cubano, and special select Nicaraguan fillers. The Enclave will offer you notes of pepper, spice, cedar, and cinnamon. The Enclave by A.J. and Ismael Fernandez. Available at Discriminating Tobacconists. To find out more, visit AJFernandez.com. For nearly 20 years, the cigar merchant Roswell has been the place to go in North Fulton for premium cigars and accessories. With over 100 premium brands to choose from, they have the cigar for every taste and budget. Not sure what you want to smoke? Let the cigar merchant Roswell's experienced, friendly staff suggest the right cigar for you. And be sure to stay a while. The Cigar Merchant Roswell's comfortable lounge has Wi-Fi, TVs, and free coffee. The Cigar Merchant Roswell at the corner of Alfred Highway and Mansell Road. More at thecigarmerchant.net. Hello, brothers and sisters of the leaf. This is Doc and the Cigar Savant of the Cigar Guys radio show. We're going to be hosting a group of cigar enthusiasts to the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival called Pure Sabor or Pure Flavor. And we extend an invitation to you to join us at a special discounted price only for listeners of the Cigar Guys radio show and those that follow us on social media. I'm really looking forward to this all-inclusive trip from January 12th through the 16th to Nicaragua. We'll be visiting cigar factories and tobacco plantations. We'll be taking a tour and tasting at the Florida Cana Rum Distillery. There's going to be parties, cocktail gatherings, and of course, lots of cigars. You'll even get a special event, Guayabata shirt, to wear one evening. For more information, go to our website at CigarGuysRadioShow.com and look for Nicaraguan Cigar Festival for details. We hope you join us on this great trip into the world of Nicaraguan cigars. 
This is Bill Clinton, and you're listening to the Cigar Guys Radio Show right here on ESPN 1230, The Fan 2. You know the funny thing about cigars? Some people actually smoke them. Smooth draws, everyone. You're listening to the Cigar Guys Radio Show on ESPN Radio 1230, The Fan 2. We'd love to take your calls today at 404 741 1230 or toll-free at 844-TALK-SST. Hey, we're very fortunate to be joined today live in the studio by good friend Jose Blanco, owner of, along with his wife Emma Victorson, of Las Cumbres Tobacco. My Spanish is fairly decent, Jose. Am I correct in stating that Las Cumbres Tobacco means the summits of tobacco? Yes, you are. How are you, Gary, Allen, all the guys here at... uh... Cigar Guys Radio Show. You've done a great job so far. You're moving up in the world, and it's always great to see things like that with friends. So I guess we're not calling it the Jose Blanco Cigar Radio Show. No, no, no. No, no, I'm kidding. Hey, uh, Jose, it's great to have you here. We know that you launched the company in February of 2014, not not that long ago. And the Senorial line, um, Jose and Emma's first launch... The Senorial Cigar, officially released on June 4, 2014 in New York. Jose has a long and storied history in tobacco and cigars, dating back more than 30 years. You might say tobacco is in Jose Blanco's blood, as his great-grandfather, his grandfather, and his father all grew tobacco in Tamboril, Santiago, Dominican Republic, all from the Blanco side of the family. We're now going to explore the world of cigars according to Jose Blanco. Jose, welcome to the Cigar Guys radio show. Let's look back 30-plus years in the tobacco and cigar industry. You know, the Cigar Guys radio show, we do our homework. And as best as we can determine, you're the fourth-generation Blanco in the tobacco-growing and cigar business. And you started in tobacco uh, on your uncle Arnaldo Blanco's farm. Uh, Tobacalera Palama uh, at the age of 16. Tell us about those early days of working on the farm, uh, your first experiences. Well, you know, we started actually going on the summer vacations. Uh, When I was around 14 and a half, I started smoke little cigars. My father caught me a couple of times, and he said, you can officially smoke when you're 16. But, you know... When did you unofficially start smoking? <laughs> no, but during between 14 and a half till 16, I would smoke maybe one or two little cigars uh, during the week. And then I started officially at the uh, at the age of 16, smoking two or three cigars a week. And then, you know, uh, working my way up. But at that time, you know, we would go and uh, at that time already the crops would be in. We would start to see the fermentation, the curing, starting to do little blends. I remember I had a... An old man, his name was Gume, Gume de Leon, and he had been with my uncle many years, and I would always uh, make him uh, roll me some. It would be maybe like a 6 by maybe 35, 36 ring gauge at at that time cigars. I would put them away and, you know, uh, start smoking cigars, but it was was little by little that we started. Started as this fun, and look what's happened 47 years after, still smoking. Jose... I know um, your history pretty uh, uh, pretty thoroughly. You started in the industry working with Leon Jimenez and La Aurora. But before we talk about your role with them, my question to you is, how come you didn't end up working on the family farm 
with Arnaldo and Hochi Blanco at Tabacalera Palma. Well, at that time, you have to understand that my uncle had a small factory, even though Hochi now, uh, where my cigars are made, and also Aging Room and other great cigars, uh, times have changed. At that time, uh, you know, I went to school, then uh, I my father had a... Uh, uh, meat processing, we used to make salami, bologna, things like that. Then I kept on smoking cigars. His name wasn't Oscar Mayer, was it? No, no, it wasn't Oscar Mayer. Oscar Blanco. Oscar Blanco. <laughs> and then uh, I started to uh, actually work uh, after uh, we had like a political crisis in the Dominican Republic. I went to work back in 1974 for the biggest rum company, Brugal. And then in 1981, I went to work with the Leon family. I started as a salesman for the beer division. Then I grew the ranks, uh, supervisor. Then I became a manager. Then when Grupo Leon Jimenez acquired Cerveza Presidente, well, we had Aurora Cigars there. I was on the smoking panel. Then in 1999, officially Guillermo brought me over to... uh, come as the sales manager, then I worked my way up as the uh, the sales director, then uh, we started to work as master blender, and I spent almost uh, 30 years with Grupo Leon Jimenez. All right, so after 31 years with Leon Jimenez and Larora, you retired in 2011. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess we can say that you were coaxed out of retirement in July 2011, and a few months later... Uh, accepted the offer to become senior vice president of Hoya de Nicaragua from owner Dr. Alejandro Martinez Cuenque. Yes, I was offered a couple of. I was. It was funny. I've told people I've retired uh, twice. I retired after a month of my with my in-laws in Sweden. I got all these uh, phone calls from different companies, and you know, I wanted to uh, go to a company where I could do things and uh, not be a VP of some place. Where somebody that uh, doesn't know a lot of tobacco is going to tell you what to do. So I said I was friends with Alejandro. He made me a great offer. I mean, I spent two years there. And after two years, uh, we decided to go back to our roots, uh, to Dominican Republic, and uh, do our own thing. Had a great time in Nicaragua. I mean, we have good still relationship with Alejandro, with his son, and uh, all the family, and my close relationship also with my brother, Jonathan Drew, and all the people at Drew Estate. So, so you're, you're, I'm sorry, Gary. No. You're, you're still producing, or they are still producing that cigar that bears your name. Uh, yes, for, I, I, I still see it around, a lot of CYB. It was unfortunate that we had to change the name. There was a problem with the name Blanco, and I think it got a little confusion, but indeed a, a great smoke to CYB. Once in a while, I still have some left, and, and I smoked them. And what exactly did you do when you were at uh, Hoya de Nicaragua? Oh, we worked on uh, a lot of blends. Uh, we brought the, you know, Hoya de Nicaragua is the oldest cigar company in uh, in Nicaragua. They were traditionally only using tobaccos from uh, Nicaragua. We incorporated tobaccos from Peru, tobaccos from Dominican Republic. Uh, we worked a lot on the uh, on the production side of it, and uh, for me, it was a great learning experience because even though I had worked with tobaccos from Nicaragua, but when you were able to see the growing process and work with more tobaccos like from Condega, from uh, Jalapa, from Esteli, uh, spend more time with uh, uh, the people at the ASP, uh, with the Olivas, uh, with the Placencias, uh, with Eduardo Fernandez. It's just like taking a uh, I could take an extra course on different types of tobacco. So it was a great experience, and the people in Nicaragua were very good people also. Now, your position at, at Hoya in Nicaragua was a relatively short one. 
Okay. And you retired again, but then you came out of retirement once more uh, with your wife, Emma, to start Las Cumbres Tobacco, uh, where you launched the first line, uh, Senorial. Okay. Now, why did you decide to unretire again and start your own company and launch Senorial in 2014? Well, what happens is this. Uh, I figured out I've been a tobacco man all my life. My father used to smoke five cigars a day. My family's been in it. I've been smoking for 47 years. At that time, was 45 years. I just couldn't be without it. Look, my passion is cigars. If I were to die today and I go up there and the old man says, uh, you want to come down again? I said, yeah, what do you want to be? You want to be a writer, a poet, an artist, a singer? I said, no, I want to be a, a tobacco doctor. man. A doctor, I don't know about that. Uh, but I would be a cigar person all my life. That's where my passion is, uh, my uh, willingness to, to educate people. I've done more than 700 seminars worldwide, and uh, I'm still doing it. I'm doing one today also, and I just love to educate and, and share my thoughts with everybody. And uh, I, uh, I believe that one of the weaknesses our industry has is that uh, we haven't taken the time to educate people. The more educated the consumer is, it's easier for the retailer, and it's easier for us. Because there's a lot of misconceptions out there, and people uh, that don't really understand what it is. You can have a guy smoking a cigar every day, and you take the band off and just change a little bit on it. He's not gonna. It's not gonna really know a lot. Now there's people that are really passionate about it and and want to learn more. But you know, it's like I've been smoking for 47 years. I live in Dominican Republic, Nicaragua. I've been to Cuba many times, Honduras, and I'm still asking questions because it's on. It's ongoing process. Jose, you truly are one of the few people I know in life that are actually living the dream. You wouldn't be doing anything else. Oh no, that's that's uh, for sure. And and it's uh, I'm very passionate. And, and my wife Emma, she's very passionate too. She's been in in the industry. She grew into the uh, to the business, and and she's just as passionate as I am. So it's it's. It's, I don't think there's any industry in the world that's better than the cigar industry. It's the only industry in the world where you're not judged by the color of your skin or your religious beliefs. You're smoking a $3 cigar, the other guy's smoking $10 cigar, the other guy's smoking a $50 cigar. Nobody cares. Absolutely. As, as I always say, the cigar is the best icebreaker. There are no cultural boundaries, religious boundaries. You could be the executive uh, VP of a company and a truck driver, but if you have that mutual enjoyment of cigars... Hey, we're speaking with a true living legend in the cigar industry, our good friend Jose Blanco, who, along with his wife Emma Victorson, are owners of Las Cumbres Tobacco and makers of the highly rated cigars Senorial and Freya. Jose would be delighted to answer questions about his cigars or any cigar-related questions. So give us a call at 404-741-1230 in Atlanta or toll-free at 844 844- Talk SST if calling outside of Atlanta. Can I ask the first question? See. So you said I'm kind of a novice to cigars. As a as a novice, am I completely accepted if I walk into a place where everybody's smoking fifteen twenty dollars cigars and I'm smoking a white owl? Most anybody would, but not you. <laughs> By the way, that's our producer Chad Pochier. That's why every he's the time producer. I pro- every time I pronounce his name, he he gives me the look and he's ready to give me the the middle uh, finger high high sign. But he asked that. Answer him, Jose. What, what do you, what do you think? Well, I mean, uh, the fact that you're smoking is good. Now, the way that uh, some people in a cigar shop would uh, look at you and react to that, well, that's. That's something kind of personal, but I don't think I think people will make some kind of jokes and things like that. And uh, 
just probably uh, bring you in the humidor and uh, tell you, well, uh, I think you better start off with this uh, with this cigar. <laughs> and he doesn't smoke those cheap ones that he's insinuating. You know, that's Chad's ploy for being able to get us to give him cigars. <laughs> Well, I got a Jose Blanco now to take home with me, so I See, it worked. Because he'll be going, uh, Doc, Savant, yeah, I only have some of these, uh, I won't mention the name, you know, the the uh, machine-made machine cigars. And then, of course, you know, we, we're pretty set with cigars. So, yeah. Well, you know, last night we were at um, Whiskeys of the World, and we did uh, several basic cigar classes. And when I first, uh, you know, Gary put the presentation together, and when I first looked at it, I said, boy, this is, is simple. This is, is too easy. And it was amazing how many people in those seminars last night were novices and called themselves novices and actually learned something at our presentation. So, you know, I agree with you that we're constantly learning. And, you know, Chad, you could smoke any cigar you'd like, whatever makes you happy. Jose, tell us about your first line, uh, Sonorial, and what inspired you to come up with this blend, and could you describe the blend of the cigar? Well, you know, uh, and I've told this a million times. Actually, it was uh, Emma who designed uh, the label, uh, the box. She got the name the name for the uh, for each size, the, the marketing concept, because I've said it many times, without her, I mean, I would still be probably looking for a name. I'm not... I'm not good at that. I'm good at selling. I'm good at blending. I'm I'm I'm, I'm great at educating. So what happened was, you know, we went to Horchi that uh, is uh, probably the second biggest independent uh, grower of tobacco in uh, in Dominican Republic. And that's your cousin, Hochi Blanco. That's my cousin, and not only my cousin. I mean, we grew up together, the both of us, and uh, we're more like brothers. I spent more time with uh, Horchi, and I've been closer to Horchi th- than uh, my own brother. So we looked at, you know, when you're looking at 12,000, 13,000 bales of tobacco, and, you know, he has uh, different farms, you know, his famous farm, La Canela, uh, Gurabo, Jacagua, Potrero. We started looking at tobaccos, three, four-year-old tobaccos, and, you know, I didn't want to make anything like I had previously made at La Aurora or the blends I worked on at, at Hoya. So we went a different profile. We looked at different primings on the Havano, Ecuador. We looked at some nice uh, binder that Hochi had uh, had from a long time from uh, a Viso Esteli uh, binder from Nicaragua. And then we were looking at Piloto Cubano and Corojo from his farm. So after about 30-something blends and uh, seven months of working, we, we came out with the blend that we were very happy with it. And uh, we launched it at the IPCPR. And uh, we did great. We're in seven countries right now in about 385 shops. Uh, we don't sell online. Uh, we are we uh, support brick and mortar stores a lot, and a lot of people see us on Facebook when they tag us. Where can we get it online? And we tell people, well, simply, you know, we're supporting brick and mortar. We're that's the way we want to go with it. We want to we want to back up small business. All right, well, let's focus in on your vitolas or your expressions of the uh, Senorial line and and what they are. Excuse me. No, you said it to it about the the vitolas. About the vitolas, yes. Yes, well, you know we have the the, the lancero that uh, we came out with it uh, a couple of months ago. It was only a short run, ten thousand cigars. Uh, we made that blend because really I like small ring gauges. <clears throat> People ask us a lot about it, and uh, 
We made the cigars and we left them for a year. Then we have the Corona Gorda, uh, five and a half by 46. We have a Paco Robusto, uh, five and a half by uh, 52. We have a Toro, six by 54. We have a Lagrange, six by 60. And we have a traditional uh, Bellicoso, six and a quarter by 52, which is a size that doesn't sell a lot, but it has a lot of followers. You've also come up with a uh, fairly new cigar, the Sonorial 65th Anniversary. Uh, what's the significance of that Well, cigar? the significance of that was that last year was my 65th anniversary, and to commemorate it, we made uh, 20,000 cigars. It's a 100% Dominican. Uh, the wrappers from La Canela, the tobaccos are from Hoji's Farm, and it, it's been very highly received. We might have maybe 60 or 70 boxes left at the uh, office in Miami and maybe 100-something boxes left for some of the countries in Europe. It's what I call a memorable smoke. You have good smokes, uh, very good smokes, uh, average smokes, and you have cigars. It's what I call a memorable smoke. It's not an everyday cigar, but if... You have that occasion. That is a smoke to commemorate something. All right, I'm going to throw you uh, something, Jose. You were once quoted as saying, I don't care how good a cigar is. If it's good and it's one-dimensional, to me it's just a good, boring smoke. I like cigars that are complex and change a lot. What does that mean? Well, what happens is this, and, uh, you know, in my seminar we talk a lot about the six basic characteristics that a cigar has to have, which is flavor, strength, body, aroma, complexity, balance, and finish. So let's say you pick up a cigar, and when you start to smoke, it has the same uh, flavors, nice. Uh, It has the same uh, uh, strength, which is nice, and it has the same notes, and it doesn't change on you. It just becomes a good, boring cigar. You want a cigar to change on you. You want a cigar, you know, you start maybe the first quarter of inch into cigar, you're going to pick up some spices, then all of a sudden you're going to go to the next inch, and then, you know, the the sweetness is going to come to kick in, then some sweet notes also, but what sweet notes are you looking for? Are you looking up for the sweet notes of a milk chocolate, or are you looking up for the sweet notes of a, let's say, bittersweet Godiva. It's when people talk about spice. What are you looking for? Is it a red spice, a black spice, uh, a white spice? So what you want is during the smoke, the cigar to give you different change, different notes when it's bringing like excitement. But if from start to finish, it's the same notes and the same strength and the same flavor. It just becomes a good, boring cigar, what we call in, uh, in the industry uh, very one-dimensional. All right, Jose. All right. This leads me into my next set of questions. And, Alan, if you just let me run with this, I know we've both been meaning to ask this of Jose for several years. Jose, I'm going to throw some common cigar terms at you and ask you to find them for us and our listeners. And I believe many of these terms are used incorrectly or interchangeable, and they're not what they are meant to be. So I would appreciate it if you could offer your insight to us. All right, you ready? The first one, Mm -hmm. what is the strength of a cigar? Oh, the strength of the cigar is the nicotine content that that the type of cigar is going to have. Like if you have uh, a very, very strong cigar, you know, it's the nicotine content that's going to 
define it what it is because one of the things is unfortunately people tend to confuse flavor with strength you could have a mild cigar that's full flavor and you could have a strong cigar where it's just strong 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 see unfortunately in this country when you talk about full flavor full body if it doesn't knock you on 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 your don't say it on your a on your a <laughs> Uh, it's not strong. No, no, that's just a strong cigar. A full-body cigar is a cigar that's going to be between 8, 8.5 in strength, and it's going to be on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 or 9. So is body and strength the same thing? No, no, it's totally different. Right. I'll give you an example. You okay. take a, you go and buy a white wine where it's 12.5 uh, alcohol. alcohol content, and you go buy a red wine, a Cabernet Sauvignon, with 12.5. You could smoke them, uh, you could drink them both, and you're going to see that the body on the red Cabernet is going to be more than the white wine. And that's something that people also tend to confuse. Also, It happens also with beer. All right, I'm throwing another one at you. Yeah. Complexity. What is the complexity of a cigar? The complexity of a cigar is a cigar that, uh, that has different notes that the cigar during the smoke is going to change all the time on you. And if not, it's just going to become a one-dimensional cigar. Okay, all right. And finally... The flavor profile. Well, the flavor profile is going to be determined uh, in two ways. It's going, to de- it's going to determine if you don't retrohale, the only thing you're going to pick up in your mouth where it's bitter, it's sweet, it's salty, or it's sour. Now, when you retrohale, that's when you really get the strength, and you're going to pick up, the scientists say, between 350 to 375 different notes. The cigar is going to be meaty, peaty. It's going to be grassy, metallic. Uh, it's going to be uh, sweet. Like I say, what are you picking up? Is it the sweetness of a milk chocolate or a bittersweet? When you're talking about spice, it's going to be red pepper, black pepper, white pepper. When people say it's leathery, it's woody, it's not that you lick wo- uh, 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 wood or leather. The only thing in all my 47 years of smoking that I've never been able to pick up is something I wrote, I saw, I read the other day, somebody wrote. The cigar was medium to full, it was earthy, and it had a very long finish and a hint of blueberry muffin. <laughs> sure. You got the cranberry muffin, but not the blueberry muffin. Hey, that was really helpful. Thanks for sharing those thoughts, because a lot of people are confused by those. Hey, in keeping with the flavor profile, complexity, body, and strength, let's talk a little bit about your blending and tasting seminars. I believe you first launched them in 2004, if I'm not mistaken. So first question, Jose, why did you decide to host these tasting and blending seminars? Well, uh, when people used to visit us as La Aurora, we used to, uh, used to do the seminars. And then I talked to Guillermo and said, Guillermo, we should take this on the road. So when we started the doom, I would bring out uh, five uh, grado puro, that means pure grades, and it was only filler, binder, and wrapper in those little cigars that people would be smoking. Then one day, uh, we were looking at what we were going to do for for Pro Cigar, and we came up with a cigar with uh, three different wrappers, then we added four wrappers, then we added five wrappers to it. Because one of the questions that people all, always would ask us when they would visit the factory is what, what, how important is the wrapper to it? So when we started doing the seminars, that's, that's when people really started to realize the impact of, of what seminars have. But in the seminars, we only don't talk about wrappers, and you've been in it. 
We talk about the curing. We talk about fermentation. We talk about the different types of seed, the different types of hybrids that we have out there. We talk about uh, the curing process, the fermentation process, the different temperatures that we use on the different types of tobacco. And I firmly believe that, uh, that when we go out and do the seminars, what we are really giving is out education to the consumers to the to the staff at the stores and to, and also to the owners of the shop that's going to help us on the long run. Well, you know, Doc and I have attended <coughs> your your seminars and we have found them incredibly informative and, and interesting. Uh but I want you to tell our listeners uh where they can find out about these seminars and what they're going to learn when they attend. Well, we post them on uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, our Instagram account on our on our website, we have our good friend uh, Mike from Cigar Weekly. Uh, I mean, uh, Cigar Events that reposts them on Twitter, and everybody who's really uh, interested in that goes out there. Look, the majority, it's, it's you pay $30, you're going to get three Senorial cigars, you're going to get the cigar with the four wrappers, and you're going to spend an hour and a half. Uh, getting educated, and also asking us questions. Because one of the things that we all the time encourage people is to ask us questions at the seminar. And I always tell them, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Stupid is not to ask a question. Well, speaking of questions, we have a caller on the line who wants to talk to you. We have Seth from New Jersey. Seth Mudraws, and welcome to the Cigar Guys Radio Show on ESPN Radio 1230, The Fan 2. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're doing What's great. up, brother? Great. Hey, good to hear from you. Good to hear you guys back again. Thank you. And uh, my question for Jose. Hey, Jose, I'm a big fan of your Senorial cigars. My question to you is, when you decide to blend a new cigar, do you blend it based on the best available tobacco, or do you seek out tobacco you want to use? No. Uh, that, uh, a great question, and that's something I bring up at the, at the seminars. The first thing, when I'm... Working on a blend is I have to think, what am I going to do and not copy anything I've done before? Then the second thing that I do is I go into the warehouse and start looking at tobaccos. After I see the tobaccos, the fill in the binders and the wrappers, then I go to Hochi and we log in to see the list of how many bales of tobacco we have of this filler, of this binder, and this wrapper. And then if we have enough that we can say, okay, we're going to do a projection, let's say, of 200,000 cigars this year. What do we have for the next two following years, putting in consideration more or less a 20 25% growth on it? And then after that still, we have to see if it's something we are going to continue to grow in the five or six farms that we have because that's the only way it works. And people ask me all over the world, if you're going to define one thing that's the most determined and important thing uh, in your uh, line of business, and I think it applies to any business, it's actually three words. Consistency, consistency, and consistency. That was a great question. Hey, you're listening to the Cigar Guys radio show on ESPN Radio, 1230 The Fan 2. We'd love to take your calls today. You can call us locally at 404-741-1230 or toll-free at 844-TALK-SST. We're going to continue our conversation with Jose Blanco and also talk about Doc's Diversions. Smooth draws, everyone. Smooth draws.
When Alan and I are smoking a fine cigar, there's nothing better than having a great steak and a fine cocktail to go along with it. And we finally found a cigar-friendly location to make that happen. It's the Cigar City Club, just inside the perimeter on Roswell Road in Sandy Springs. They've got a fantastic humidor, live music, and a bar creating handcrafted cocktails and a full wine, craft beer, and spirits list. And don't forget the USDA choice steaks and small plates. Come join us, the Cigar City Club in Sandy Springs, CigarCityClub.com. Looking for that exotic or hard-to-find cigar? Look no further than Blue Havana 2 in Alpharetta. Blue Havana 2 is one of the largest cigar shops in Georgia and boasts the only certified tobacconist in the state. With more than 40,000 cigars in stock, their friendly and knowledgeable staff will be able to pick out exactly what you need and help you find something new. Be sure to stay a while. Blue Havana 2's spacious lounge has free Wi-Fi and even two conference rooms so you can work while you smoke. Blue Havana 2 in the village at Crooked Creek Shopping Center in Alpharetta on the web at bluehavana2.com. Zycar has become synonymous among cigar aficionados with quality design at a fair price. You can always rest assured your Zycar cutter will always give you a clean cut. Your Zycar lighter will give you a smooth and consistent burn. And your Zycar humidification system will give your cigars an optimum humidity. And that's backed by a lifetime total satisfaction guarantee. Zycar, the best thing to happen to cigars since fire. On the web at xikar.com. Are you a cigar enthusiast living in DeKalb County? Pay a visit to Paradise Island Cigar Lounge located on Snapfinger Road in Lithonia. Cigar enthusiasts from Tucker, Lilburn, and other nearby cities have come to appreciate Paradise Island Cigar Lounge's extensive walk-in humidor, one of the largest in DeKalb County, with comfortable furnishings and events, along with their courteous and knowledgeable staff. Paradise Island Cigar Lounge welcomes you to pay them a visit, relax in their lounge, and enjoy a cigar from their extensive selection. That's Paradise Island Cigar Lounge on Snapfinger Road in Lithonia. Find them on the web at pismokeshop.com. This is Charles Barclay, and if you miss one second of the cigar, guys, you're going to feel horrible. But now here's your host, Doc, and Alan, the cigar savant, Friedman. Smooth draws, everyone, and welcome to the Cigar Guys radio show. We're a show all about the cigar lifestyle in Atlanta, and we're broadcasting worldwide. Our show airs live each week on ESPN Radio, 1230 The Fan 2, and we'd love to take your calls locally at 404-741-1230 or toll-free at 844-TALK-SST. You can also follow the show today and every Saturday on Twitter at hashtag CigarHerf. Hey, Doc, what do you have in store for us on today's Doc's Diversions? Hey, cigar. There's more to the cigar lifestyle than just cigars. Time now for Doc's Diversions with Gary Doc Layden. Hey, cigar enthusiasts love taking photos of the cigars, cigar accessories, and whiskey accompaniments and add to social media or share with their friends. There are all kinds of ways to take photos with your cigars. You could hold your cigar in hand, showing the wrapper color against the color of your skin. How about capturing the look of that stick against the backdrop of a company-branded ashtray? Some cigar herfers balance their stogie on top of a whiskey glass, and that's filled with their favorite dram. Or you could spend less than 150 bucks 
and get a professional quality photo of your cigars and cigar accessory using portable photo studio and lighting kit made by Optex. The Optex portable photo studio lighting kit is compact, portable, and super easy to set up. The whole thing unfolds from a light, flexible carry case that's not much bigger than a briefcase. The Optex portable photo studio tent and lighting kit is a soft-sided carry case, actually forms the back of a 16-inch cube photo tent. You've seen those small little photo tents. People use those for eBay and things like that. I'm already starting to wonder why I don't have one of these. Okay, well, this brilliantly efficient design unfolds from the case to reveal diffuser screens and dual concave reflectors, which, when the two light fixtures are attached, provide soft, daylight balanced light to the interior of the photo tent. As a result, glare is reduced. The only time you want to worry about reflection is when you're including a glossy whiskey bottle in the photo, and you could compensate easily by just changing the angle of your camera. Because of the small footprint, the Optex Portable Photo Studio and Lighting Kit fits comfortably on any desktop, so there's no wasted space. You could set this up in less than 10 minutes. Its diffuser screens and dual concave reflectors are held together with Velcro, as is everything else these days. It comes with two reversible background sheets, um, and it's attached to, again, um, the the photo tent by Velcro. One of the background cloths is blue and the other is gray, and uh, it really works great to contrast your lighters or accessories or cigars. It works great when you have a cigar band with corresponding color um, or a variety of shades or lettering so that you want to capture it in perfect focus. Hey, you can see photos of the Optex Portable Photo Studio at our simulcast Cigar Herf on Twitter by using hashtag Cigar Herf. We get great pictures of cigars from all angles when using the camera on our phones. So does the Optex Portable Photo Studio and Lighting Kit get Doc's two thumbs up by recommendation? You bet it does. Uh, Doc, do you own one of these? I don't. I used it, but I don't own it yet. I'm working on that. Where did you get to use it? Uh, well, you know, some of the things I'm putting out with Twitter and <laughs> Facebook, and uh, I was on loan, and now I'm negotiating the buy. Uh, include me in on that negotiation. Oh, absolutely. This looks like something I just have to have. So, Doc, let's talk about some of the cigar events that are uh, coming up and going on. All right, before we continue, Gary and Alan are all about Atlanta's cigar lifestyle. If you've got an event that could use the cigar guys, let them know. They could bring their vast knowledge of cigars and spirits to your next party, seminar, or convention. Head to CigarGuysRadioShow.com for more details. Now it's time to take a look at what's happening in Atlanta's cigar scene. Hey, tonight from 5 to 8 p.m., the gentleman sitting with us in studio now, Jose Blanco, um, he's going to be conducting his blending and tasting seminar that we're talking about on the show today. This event will be taking place at Boss Cigars in Carrollton. Jose, Alan and I have not been to Boss Cigars yet, but I know in addition to the seminar and the cigar shop, you rave about a pizza parlor that's in close vicinity to Boss Cigars. What is that all about? Well, to be honest, you know, I was going to, uh, I think we were going to Alabama, Tennessee with uh, Rich, and uh, Rich all of a sudden says, we got to stop and see my buddy here, and uh, would you like to have a pizza? I go, come on, Rich, really? 
and 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 rich which has a very good uh palette and like Bacino says in a movie i've been around says knows what good pizza is so we went in there and to be honest it's probably one of the best pizza it's i ever had this it's free for them but paladinos makes a great great pizza that's where we're going to have the event and anybody that goes there tonight uh, or this afternoon is going to have a great meal and also we're going to have a great seminar there so that's this evening so if you're free don't miss jose's fantastic seminar for more information call boss cigars at 770-214-8922 again that's the jose blanco blending and tasting seminar at boss cigars Contact boss at 770-214-8922. Alan, what else you have well, in the way of events? Next Friday, October 30th from 5 to 10 p.m., the Cigar Box in Douglasville is hosting a La Flor Dominicana 1994 event. Now, let me impart some cigar savant knowledge to the La Flor Dominicana or the LFD 1994 cigar. LFD, owned by Lito Gomez, set aside some tobacco for years in anticipation of this very special blend to commemorate the 20th anniversary. Uh, this complex, powerful flavors of the 1994 originate from the best fillers and binder grown on their farm in the Dominican Republic, and they're complemented with a sweet and savory Mexican San Andreas wrapper. The blend of this special cigar is uh, just perfect for any occasion. It just serves to commemorate and it's symbolic of the quality and pride with which La Florida Dominicana has built its name. And that's the LFD 1994 event at the Cigar Box in Douglasville next Friday night from 5 to 10. And if you want to write this down, the number of the shop is 770-942-0000. Doc? Hey, this is going to be a great event on Wednesday, November 4th from 5 to 9 p.m. at Burns Tobacconist East in Chattanooga. Just a pleasant drive north for a little over an hour on I-75. Burns is owned by our good friend Mike Hunter, who actually lives in Georgia. It's the Le Atelier and Tatuaje Cigar Event. This is simply one you don't want to miss. Le Atelier co-founders Casey Johnson and Dan Welsh will be in the house at Burns Dice as they host a very special event featuring these two cigar companies. The event starts at 5 p.m. at Burns East in Chattanooga, and all the specials will run until 9 p.m. Dinner will be served from all Room 101 Lounge members at 7 p.m. If you're not a member of the Room 101 Lounge, talk to anyone at Burns to find out why you should join. For more information, go to BurnsTobacconist.com. Hey, Doc, on Saturday, November 2nd from 4 to 8 p.m., our really good friends and sponsors, Paradise Island Smoke Shop in Lithonia, is also going to be conducting a La Flor Dominicana 1994 event. Owner Jay and manager Gary always put on a great event. If you live in Tucker, Lilburn, Lawrenceville, and other nearby cities near Lithonia, you'll appreciate Paradise Island Cigars Lounge, extensive walk-in humidor, one of DeKalb County's largest, and their courteous and knowledgeable staff. For more information about the LFD 1994 event on November 7th, at Paradise Island Smoke Shop, contact them at 770-987-8420. Hey, we have Jose Blanco in studio. Jose is the brand owner of Las Cumbres Tobacco, the makers of the Señorial and Freya line of cigars. Jose, after over 10 years working in the premium cigar industry internationally, <laughs> and after 
very extensive factory and hands-on tobacco training at farms and in the factories, your wife, Emma Victorson, launched her very own first blend. It's called Freya. Emma told us on several occasions that Freya is the bridge between her Swedish roots and the cigar countries. Freya is the um, main Viking goddess uh, um, and the goddess of beauty, love, and fertility. Uh, I would like to describe the blend, Jose, and then ask you to talk about the taste profile, uh, profile of the Freya. The wrapper is a Dominican Criollo 1998. The binder is a Mexican San Andres. And the filler is Dominican Piloto Cubano, Dominican Criollo 98, and Nicaragua Esteli. Talk about the flavor profile of Emma's first cigar, Jose. Well, first of all, <clears throat> you know, uh, we've told the story many times. While I was traveling, she had this idea. She's been in the industry uh, for 11 years, and uh, she did a lot of training when she was with uh, Swedish Match and General Cigars, and then when we lived in Dominican Republic, and also in Nicaragua, and she had her idea, and she, with the production manager, Geraldito Perez, just started to work on different things. She didn't want it to have my profile or Hochi's profile, so she just worked on herself. And one of the things that really amazed me was uh, when she told me that she was going to use a Mexican uh, San Andres as a binder, which the majority of people do not. It didn't even occur to me or occur to Hochi or anybody in the factory, so... It's a medium to full body cigar. It's very rich. It's going to give you uh, uh, notes of sweetness in two different tones. You're going to get that earthy sweetness from the Mexican San Andres binder, and then you're going to get a lot of that sweetness from that uh, Piloto Cubano and the Criollo 98 uh, Dominican. So it's a very rich, complex cigar. I would say on a scale of one to ten, it's around seven, seven and a half around there. It's it's very round. It uh, has a great balance, and it has a really uh, nice set of different notes that you're going to be picking up during the smoke. Very interesting, a very complex and very rich smoke. Well, we'll talk more about that, Jose. You're listening to the Cigar Guys Radio Show on ESPN Radio, 1230 The Fan 2. We'd love to take your calls, and so would Jose, locally in Atlanta at 404-741-1230 or our toll-free line at 844-TALK-SST. Coming up in a minute, we'll have Glenn Loop of the Cigar Rights of America talking about will your rights to smoke cigars be limited or taken away? Smooth draws, everyone. Smooth draws. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org. 
for more information and to become a member. Looking for that exotic or hard-to-find cigar? Look no further than Blue Havana 2 in Alpharetta. Blue Havana 2 is one of the largest cigar shops in Georgia and boasts the only certified tobacconist in the state. With more than 40,000 cigars in stock, their friendly and knowledgeable staff will be able to pick out exactly what you need and help you find something new. Be sure to stay a while. Blue Havana 2's spacious lounge has free Wi-Fi and even two conference rooms so you can work while you smoke. Blue Havana 2 in the village at Crooked Creek Shopping Center in Alpharetta on the web at bluehavana2.com. New World by renowned master blender A.J. Fernandez and his father, Ismael, rated the number one cigar in the world for 2014 by the prestigious Cigar Journal. New World is a true work of art, blended with the finest tobaccos found in the four fertile tobacco-growing regions of Nicaragua. First, you'll note the deliciously beautiful, dark, chocolate-appearing wrapper surrounding hand-selected binders and fillers from Esteli, Ometepe, Condega, and Jalapa. This medium to full-bodied box-pressed cigar will delight you with flavor notes of coffee, wood, chocolate, and pepper. New World by A.J. and Ismael Fernandez. Available at discriminating cigar shops everywhere. It's time to find that comfortable chair and select your favorite cigar, cutter, and lighter, and enjoy the Cigar Guys radio show. Join Gary Doc Layden and Alan the Cigar Savant Friedman and a cast of cigar aficionados, whiskey enthusiasts, craft beer lovers, and wine connoisseurs as they celebrate the cigar lifestyle live in Atlanta and heard throughout the globe. Smooth draws, everyone. The Cigar Guys radio show is on now. Smooth draws, everyone, and welcome to the Cigar Guys radio show. We're a show all about the cigar lifestyle airing in Atlanta and broadcasting worldwide. Our show airs live each week on ESPN Radio, 1230 The Fan 2. We'd love to take your calls locally at 404-741-1230 or toll-free at 844-TALK-SST. You can also follow the show today and every Saturday on Twitter at hashtag CigarHerf. I love. I just love what they did with that opening. That really, I get goosebumps listening to it. I, well, let's just listen to the rest of Smooth. I get a kick out of it. There You're the go. one who wrote it. Look, our <laughs> producer, Chad Pochier, is doing, what do you call that Cajun dance? Zydeco? Zydeco, baby. That's what he's doing. Janky Jack. Oh, man, that was great. Hey, we're fortunate to be joined on the Cigar Guys radio show by Glenn Loop. Glenn is the executive director of Cigar Rights of America, or CRA. CRA is the first and only consumer-based public advocacy group fighting to protect our rights to enjoy premium cigars. Glenn, smooth draws, and welcome to the Cigar Guys radio show. It's great to be with you, but I think we should just listen to Jose Blanco for the next hour because he's a lot more entertaining. No, you're good. <laughs> hey, if it wasn't for you, Jose wouldn't be on because no one would be able to buy his cigars. Probably you know, right. I mean, to draw the analogy, Jose Blanco and and uh, his company are really metaphors for what we are talking about. I mean, if you want to dive right into it, I mean, his company sort of symbolizes what this is all about because he's new. Well, let's so not jump. Not new to the industry. He's a veteran, but let's... his company as an entity is new, and they're the ones that are going to be 
threatened the most, quite frankly, with what we're going to be talking about. Absolutely. Let's not jump ahead of ourselves, Glenn. Alan, go ahead. Hey, Glenn, this is Alan, the Cigar Savant. Welcome to the show. Great to be with you. It's great to talk to you again. Uh, We know you're a very busy man lately, and for those listeners that are out there thinking to themselves, why do we need a public advocacy group to protect our rights to enjoy our premium cigars? You know, there's a lot more to this issue than uh, I can just enjoy my cigar when and where they're permissible to smoke, isn't it, Glenn? Absolutely, and uh, apathy might be, you know, a strong word, but that's what it amounts to because it's sort of out of sight, out of out of mind type of, of situation politically. Cigar consumers, uh, patrons of these great cigar shops across the country, really do literally take it for granted that they'll always be able to do that. And in some places of the country, they even can't do that, and then it becomes more of an eye-awakening experience, and that's almost the way I got into it by being slapped around with a smoking ban. I said, we just can't tolerate this. We've got to do something about it. So it is a per- it's a perplexing situation because I've told so many in this industry that this is as much about psychology as it is about politics. We have to change the mindset of the American cigar consumer to educate them as to the threat that we're under. And that these, this passion that we have to walk into a shop or a lounge or even on your back porch uh, to, to experience these amazing blends that are coming out now. I mean, I'm, I'm in a, solidly in the camp of uh, our mutual friend, Jose Armenteros, uh, Jorge Armenteros at Tobacconist University, where he said we're living in a renaissance period of cigar making. I mean, some of the greatest cigars in the history of mankind are coming out right now. And we do take it take it for granted that we'll always be able to use to experience those types of blends and uh, frankly with what we're being threatened with right now whether it's smoking bans taxes or, or now federal regulation uh, we've got to quit taking it for granted well well Glenn um, let's first tell the listeners what they might expect uh, and what the FDA is considering doing <clears throat> to our ability to enjoy a premium cigar well this is just round one and what they're about to do is to subject, through what's called a deeming process, subject premium cigars to FDA oversight, just like they currently have the authority to regulate cigarettes and smokeless products, subject us to a regulatory program that they would design. Well, just this week, this past week, the after a one-year process, the FDA delivered to the White House, Office of Management and Budget, but delivered to the White House a proposed final rule and it's a frightening proposition because we don't know what's in it. We're not going to know what's in it for some time, but we can speculate because of what was in the deeming regulation, meaning we know exactly what the FDA wants to do to us. And let's just put it in terms that that the average public can really appreciate without getting out of the legal nuances that it, that it means. But a ban on free samples of any kind. Now, that means that, you know, Jose Blanco, again, to draw the analogy since he's with you this morning, walks into a shop, and he knows he's new to the consumers in that shop. He hands everybody a cigar. Hypothetically, he hands everybody in the room a cigar and says, I hope you like it. And if you do, make the investment. If you do, buy two or three. Buy a box of them. Enjoy them. But everybody's palate is different, and nobody teaches the palate better than Jose Blanco. And and everybody he knows everybody's palate is different, so you've got to experience that cigar. All of a sudden, now we're saying it becomes a federal offense to give out a free sample of a cigar to a discerning 
adult, and that's the operative term, adult. And and that's an amazing commentary. We know that the that this is targeted towards the e-cigarette market. We know it's targeted towards other products, but we've got to educate them that that the sampling process is a cornerstone of the marketing and the cultural experience of premium handmade cigars. Also, a ban on any type of promotional merchandise like you know buy a box and get a free lighter and a cutter and a ashtray and whatnot. <clears throat> Wear the patent T-shirt of your favorite brands. That goes away just like it did for cigarettes, and that's the target. New user fees on the industry that would drive up the price of cigars significantly. Pre-market approval for all blends, and that is arguably the most dangerous thing that they could do to us. Uh, every company comes out with one, two, three, five different blends annually. They're unveiled at the trade show. Uh, they're, then they're unveiled across the country because of the availability of unique tobaccos, because of the uh, complexity of pulling together unique blends. Uh, it's, it truly is a science, and it happens on an annualized basis. Well, right now the FDA is four years behind processing applications for <coughs> existing products to regulate. Now we're saying it could take up to four years to get a new cigar on the market, and I'm not making that up. It, it's an amazing commentary, and we're, it's literally one of those issues that very well could end up in court. And then uh, lastly, the placement of unnecessary warning labels based upon questionable science uh, on cigar boxes where they say <coughs> about a cigarette, a pack of cigarettes and how big that warning label is. This regulation says 30% of a cigar box has to be covered with a warning label. And uh, so in a lot of ways, they, they want to treat our side of the tobacco universe more, more harshly than they do cigarettes and smokeless. Glenn, wouldn't this also affect how someone walking into a tobacconist can actually purchase the cigars? Not at this juncture, but that is certainly in the cards. And, and we know it's in the cards for several reasons. One, we know that, and I've got a copy of this letter, that Philip Morris wrote to the FDA advocating a ban on any form of self-service tobacco. They want everything behind the counter as a company. They want it, and they're pushing that agenda with the FDA. We know that it drives the FDA batty absolutely batty that you and I can walk into a humidor, touch it, feel it, hold it, smell it before we've ever made the purchase. We know that it drives them crazy. So we know that self-service tobacco sales for premium handmade cigars will be one of those regulations that comes down the pike. Mitch Zeller, the director of the FDA Center for Tobacco Products, has been very candid. This is round one. This is simply the beginning. And I was at his National Association of Tobacco Outlets Conference presentation back in the spring and he, he clearly said that to the crowd he said this is just the beginning uh they're going to get into advertising and marketing restrictions they're going to get into distribution channel restrictions they're going to get into manufacturing practice standards in latin america and they're going to get into questions like you just raised but that's going to come in the next round after they have deemed cigars subject to federal oversight hey by the way um i wanted to say uh uh, from the Cigar Guys radio show, happy birthday. I, I understand it was your birthday a few days ago, but guess what? Yesterday. <laughs> uh, the 27th is Jose Blanco's birthday, and the 29th is my birthday. So and we're all... Uh, my daughter's birthday. We just had a, a bunch of October babies, i tell you that. <laughs> and our producer, Chad Pottier's birthday. <laughs> Oh, his wife. Great months for children. <laughs> That's right. Are you a Scorpio or no? I am. I am. No wonder we're all not right boys, as my grandmother would say. We uh, we had a mar 
marvelous cigar gathering of local local friends last night taking it in and uh you know i'm I'm kind of feeling it this morning, but hey, <laughs> but all this kind of goes full circle to where you began this question is why do we need an advocacy organization? I hope some of this that I've outlined, and that doesn't touch local and state smoking bans and taxes and regulations at the state and local level either. But we've got to raise cigar smokers to being a true political constituency. And I think we've done that. And and personified by that is that over since 2011, 272 different members of Congress have signed on to our legislation to exempt. Well, that's a political network that this industry never had before, that cigar smokers and retailers never had before. And we worked hand-in-glove with our brethren at IPCPR to, to accomplish that. But it's an amazing network that that never existed to come to the defense of this industry and, and are now serving as a voice to the White House from Capitol Hill as to why premium handmade cigars ought to be treated differently. Glenn, I want to know how our listeners, the average man, the average woman, who enjoys their premium cigars, how can they help? Well, I'll tell you what, that's, that's the real trigger right there because uh, cigar smokers had never really been... I don't want to say the word trained, but I will, uh, educated as to the necessity to be engaged in the political process to defend the ability to enjoy cigars. And no time than right now is the time to, to be engaged in that process. We consistently at CigarRights.org, uh, we have got a, a premier petition system. And over since 2011, when this legislation was first initiated, over 360,000 petitions have gone to Congress. Once you hit that quarter of a million mark, you're going to get on the radar screen. Once you click, click that, you walk into a congressional office and we say, we're here for H.R. 662, and they go, ah, oh, the cigar guys are here, <laughs> literally. Um, no, the but, cigar uh, guys are here. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it triggers. They keep a tally of the yeas and nays on every issue. Every office keeps a tally of those yeas and nays, and that's what makes this significant. So over 360,000 cigar consumers have engaged in this process since 2011, which is commendable, but not if in the context that there's almost 3 million or plus cigar smokers in America that consider themselves adult cigar smokers. Uh, so we've got to increase that. But to go back to your question, at the very top of CigarRights.org, the first one there right there in front of you is our petition to Congress. All you have to do is put in your name and your zip code, and we take care of the rest. It will the, the the message, the letter, like I said, they just keep a tally of the yeas and nays, uh, goes immediately to their specific member of Congress, specific member of Congress, with just the name and zip code, that's all we need. And then when all these state legislatures go into session and start uh, sticking uh, legislation in to, to address things like smoking bans and taxes at the state level, we do the exact same thing for every single state in the union. Every state's got a page on at cigarrights.org <coughs> individually. So, for example, if there's a smoking ban being a statewide smoking ban being introduced in Alabama, Mississippi, Kentucky, West Virginia, South Carolina, you're going to be able. That same system's going to allow you to touch every single member of your state legislature. Hey, Glenn, can we hold that thought for a moment and bring you back? Sure, absolutely. Okay, hold on for one second. You're listening to the Cigar Guys Radio Show on ESPN Radio, 1230 The Fan 2. We'd love to take your calls today at 404-741-1230 or toll-free, 844-TALK-SST. We'll uh, 
come back and we'll be speaking to Val Bradshaw about Canadian whiskey and continue our conversation with Glenn Loop. Smooth draws, everyone. Smooth draws. Introducing King's Cigars. You will soon appreciate these flawless cigars blended with the finest aged binder and filler tobacco, complemented with the ultimate wrapper to attain King's perfection. King's Cigars produces a few select blends that will satisfy even the most discriminating cigar smoker's palate. Light up and smoke the Baron, Conde, King of King's Habano, King of King's Broadleaf, and the King's Arapiraca. King's Cigars, available at Fine Tobacconist and you can find them on the web at kingscigars.com. Looking for a wine and spirit shop that offers excellent selection, personalized service, and friendly advice? Then you need to visit Capital Wine and Spirits, featuring an 1,800-bottle walk-in temperature-controlled wine cellar. Capital City will cater to the palate of the most discriminating wine connoisseur. If you're more of a whiskey aficionado, Capital City's got you covered with an extensive collection of Scotch, bourbon, Irish, and Canadian whiskeys. Capital City also stocks plenty of cold craft beer as well. You'll also find specialty liqueurs, bitters, and mixers, everything you need to craft great cocktails at your next event. That's Capital City Wine and Spirits on the corner of Howell Mill and Collier Road in Atlanta, serving the north side since 1968. On the web at CapitalWineAndLiquor.com. For nearly 20 years, the cigar merchant Roswell has been the place to go in North Fulton for premium cigars and accessories. With over 100 premium brands to choose from, they have the cigar for every taste and budget. Not sure what you want to smoke? Let the cigar merchant Roswell's experienced, friendly staff suggest the right cigar for you. And be sure to stay a while. The cigar merchant Roswell's comfortable lounge has Wi-Fi, TVs, and free coffee. The cigar merchant Roswell at the corner of Alfred Highway and Mansell Road. More at thecigarmerchant.net. This is Nish Patel with Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. Stay calm and listen to the Cigar Guys radio show. Smooth draws, everyone. You're listening to the Cigar Guys radio show. Doc, what are we going to do now for some fun and excitement? Well, we're going to dance to <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, we have Glenn Loop on uh, the line, and Glenn is is with the Cigar Rights of America. And Glenn, just in finishing up, um, how can people find out uh, information about Cigar Rights of America and join? Go to CigarRights.org. That's the simplest way to put it. Go to CigarRights.org, and it's everything you wanted to know and was afraid to ask about the politics of cigars. Every one of our releases, over 330 of them, I believe, are posted in our news section where you can get a thorough history of what's going on in your state, uh, in your cities that are near you, uh, and the like. You can engage in our petition system uh, to Congress and to your state legislature. You can pick up on a lot of other social characteristics of the the premium cigar business uh, and really become a part of this community that that we are all so passionate about. So that's the conduit. And also, uh, and you, you folks are a part of it, is our new cigar media center uh has a connection there to every organization in cigar media that's supportive of cr and and you folks are certainly on that and it's a conduit to all of the 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 blogs and the podcasts and the radio broadcasts and the uh, social media networks all they have to do is to post a link back to cra and and you're on it and and obviously you folks are on it we really appreciate that (coughs) so it's really uh helping to build that cigar community that's that we need for 
not only the, the social element of, of premium handmade cigars, but now for the political and legislative. Uh, Glenn, uh, I wanted to uh, just make a couple of comments. Uh, you know, we've been, uh, uh, since my days at La Aurora, one of the first companies to grow uh, CRA. And as you know, over all the seminars I do and events, I always bring CRA. But what people also have to understand that smoking is not about health. Smoking is about rights. You cannot be reactive. You have to be proactive. And if you really, truly are, if you believe in rights, you love your cigars, join CRA. Like I always write on my social media, CRA is the last line of defense. If we did not have CRA doing what it's done for the last five, six, seven years, probably most of us wouldn't be in the business, and I would say at least 50% of the uh, shops and companies who already would have packed up, and, and this would be a different ballgame. So join CRA. Every time a shop has a petition for you to sign for your congressman, for your senator, for your state senator or your, your U.S. senator, please sign it. Be important. Be proactive on this. Thank you, Jose. You're absolutely right. And, and to kind of draw the analogy to what you just said about rights, I have called smoking bans at the state level. I have called smoking bans the largest seizure of private property rights in the history of America. Um, you know, the, the laws that are on the books for people are fond of saying this. Laws that are on the books for restaurants, and they say that makes them more deregulated, are to protect you from what you don't know. What you don't know. If you, but if you, if an establishment allows the enjoyment of cigars and, and tobacco in their in their facility. You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to walk in and say, you know what, it's not for me. I'm going to the next restaurant. But if that property owner decides to allow us to enjoy a cigar in their bar or restaurant or whatever the case might be, uh, that is, should be their decision alone as a question of private property rights. And uh, it's, a, it's a part of this debate that we use now because we found that we do win exemptions for cigar smoking when we make this more of a small business property rights argument rather than one about health. So, uh, Jose, you're right, spot on on that. Glenn, I want to thank you for all the updates. Uh, we'd like to have you on as a regular basis and so that you can keep us up to date and keep our listeners apprised of the latest proposals affecting our rights to enjoy a cigar. So smooth draws to you. Well, thank you very much. I just want to close with this very quickly. I'm not going to get into all the House members in Georgia since you folks are in Atlanta uh, with, with this broadcast. I know you broadcast all over the world, but you're, you're based in Atlanta. But fill out our petition to, to Senator Isaacson and Senator Perdue of Georgia. If you're listening to this broadcast in, in the state of Georgia, we specifically need those two to be more, shall we say, attentive to S441 to exempt cigars. But if you go to our site, it will tell you all the other members of the House of Representatives from Georgia, where they stand, and indeed across the country if you're listening elsewhere. But uh, since you guys are in Atlanta, I thought I'd bring up Senators Isaacson and Purdue. They need a, a nudge, shall we say. Well, we'll nudge him. <laughs> we'll nudge him. Don't worry about it. Smooth draws to you, Glenn. Hey, Doc, I know that you enjoy bourbon. I sure do. Well, joining us today is Val Bradshaw, a whiskey and wine expert. Val is a member of the Guild of Sommeliers, Society of Wine Educators, and has successfully completed the advanced certificate from Wine and Spirit Education Trust, where she is now studying at the diploma level. Val is a respected wine and spirit educator with 
accreditations by the Spanish Wine Academy. Val, welcome to the Cigar Guys radio show. So tell us a bit about Canadian whiskey and its apparent surge in popularity in the United States. Good morning, Cigar Guys. How are you? Good morning. Smooth draws. Yeah, smooth draws. Okay, let's talk about Canadian whiskey, all right? Uh, Its popularity is surging, you know, thanks to shows like Mad Men. Um, It's not only surging in its birthplace of Canada, but in the United States and around the world. Um, A friend of mine was telling me that uh, in an Atlanta liquor store right now, there's a full rye section. Uh, Sure, most of the brands are American spirits, but consumers are looking for that unique flavor that only rye can deliver. So, you know, there's an excellent chance you'll be seeing more Canadian whiskey in your market in the months to come because Canadian whiskey has a lot of rye in the blend. Hey, Val, um, this is Doc. Uh, How are you? And thanks for joining us today. Um, Thank you. I often hear Canadian whiskey, rye whiskey, rye. Are all those terms the same or are they different? Uh, they're, they're pretty much interchangeable. Um, a couple of centuries ago, flour millers in Canada uh, began making whiskey from their excess wheat. Wheat was the grain that most Canadian pioneers, you know, settlers from England, uh, they grew it, they harvested it. Uh, but a wheat grain whiskey is kind of light, and it, and it doesn't have a whole lot of complexity. So at some point, a little rye grain uh, that had been brought over by settlers from Germany was added, and a whole new, uh, basically, spirit was born. Uh, because people liked the spiciness that the rye grain gave the wheat grain whiskey, people started to use the word rye when they ordered, um, uh, you know, a dram. They started using the word rye instead of whiskey. So eventually, rye became a synonym for whiskey, well, you know, at least in Canada. Interesting. Now, sometime in the 20th century, when hardy varieties were developed for more northerly climates, distillers in Canada started using corn to make whiskey. Uh, the reason for that is corn is it's inexpensive, and it produces a higher level of alcohol than wheat or rye. Uh, another reason why a lot of the distillers went to corn is because it's easier for the distiller to actually work with than wheat or rye is. Val, what makes wheat or rye so difficult to work with in the production of Canadian whiskey? Um, uh, wheat, like it's, it's, it's the main ingredient in many Canadian brands, but it can be a little tricky to work with because, as we know, wheat contains uh, sticky glutens. Uh, these glutens can clog up, um, you know, basically the works in a distillery. And uh, distillers who use uh, wheat really have to watch it to make sure it doesn't kind of gum up their lines. Um, I just learned something from Gavin de Kergamo, who's the author of the award-winning book Canadian Whiskey, that rye grain can be a problem for most micro-distillers. This is because of enzymes. Uh, rye has a lot of sticky proteins and not enough starch. So the big boy distillers have enzymes that prevent gumminess, such as malted rye enzymes, uh, and this is why uh, you don't, you know, you've got to know what you're doing when it comes to distilling. Uh, Rye is also typically cooked in smaller batches, requiring, you know, they need to to take a little more time with it, a little more hands-on approach. Now the thing is, unlike the United States, which legislates uh, the percentage of grain used, Uh, and it's got to be identified as a specific type of spirit, Canada has really few rules when it comes to the marketing of its whiskey. 
So basically, any type of grain can be used. Now, the most popular grains are wheat and corn. You know, like I said, corn is relatively inexpensive. Uh, in Canada, the wheat and corn primarily comes from Ontario, and the rye uh, comes from the province of Alberta. Barley, which, you know, is used a lot in Scotch whiskies, isn't really a player in the Canadian whiskey-making uh, arena. But let me tell you this, the, the soils of my home province of Saskatchewan and the province next door of Manitoba can produce astounding barley. So uh, with Canadian whiskey, any combination of wheat, rye, or corn, um, they're, they're all used uh, with the distiller deciding on the, plate, on the uh, flavor profile um, that, that he or she wants to get across. There's no mash bill because each of the grains for Canadian whiskey are typically uh, distilled separately and then blended together. Hey Val, with regard to Canadian whiskey, are there some brands that you um, recommend as as very tasty and complex Canadian whiskies? Um, yeah, there certainly is. You know, Lot 40 is really, really popular. I like Stock and Barrel uh, rye whiskey, which you can get in the States. Uh, my personal favorite is a local one. It's Alberta Premium. You won't see it too much of it on the shelves, but they uh, they clock in at 200,000 cases uh, sold annually. Another great one is Forty Creek Canadian Whiskey. Uh, Forty Creek is a three-time Canadian Whiskey of the Year champion at the Canadian Whiskey Awards, and uh, it recently got uh, five gold medals as the best-tasting whiskey at the Beverage Tasting Institute in Chicago. That's it. That's uh, uh, is that available in the United States? It is available in some markets in the United States. Um, now, you know, John Hall's <coughs> was really hard uh, getting uh, Forty Creek out uh, into the marketplace, um, but it's really, really worth giving it a try. It's it's really nicely balanced, um, just the right amount of sweet corn and spicy rye. Another one you guys might want to try is Alberta Premium's Dark Horse. It's a little syrupy at first. There's some oak influence. You know, with oak, you'll get, like, vanilla. Uh, there's some dark toffee. And it's got some really intoxicating whiffs of dried fruit. That's, that's what I like about it. Val, what about cigar pairing with Canadian whiskey? Uh, I attended a cigar pairing last year. There was, there was two Cassetta uh, cigars that were tested against uh, some Canadian whiskeys, including uh, J.P. Weiser's 18-year-old, Pendleton's, Collingwood, Canadian Club Small Batch Sherry Cask, and Crown Royal. Um, I honestly thought that the Canadian Club Small Batch Sherry Cask would be the best pairing because um, because of its sweetness, and that takes on the acidity that the, uh, you know from the smoke that you get in your cigar. But I got to tell you, J.P. Weiser's 18-year-old, that one really, really shone through the entire tasting, and even the panelists, including Jack Betridge, uh, the spirits editor of cigar aficionado and Manuel himself uh, thought that um, with the with the Wiser's 18 year old the liquid and I'm quoting him the liquid creeps back over the cigar sensations on the palate and layers it well Val I want to thank you so much for the great information on Canadian whiskey uh, I think as soon as the show's over uh, Doc and I need to go out and have a Canadian whiskey what do you think Doc he's shaking his head yes He's I'll looking for the bottle right now. Canadian whiskey, bourbon whiskey, Scotch whiskey. Doesn't matter to you. We're game. <laughs> hey, Val, um, we know that you're doing a Cigar Herf on Twitter, 
as we speak. Tell the listeners a little bit about what you do and how they could find you at hashtag CigarHerf. Okay, um, on Twitter, as long as you've got a Twitter ID, just follow me at CigarHerf. And then every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 Eastern Standard Time, so that's uh, (laughs) 7 until 9 um, Mountain Standard Time, uh, just get onto Twitter and um, in the search area, hit hashtag CigarHerf, and that'll bring up all the comments and all the photos that uh, myself and other people are using while we all follow along follow along Cigar Guys radio show. It's it's a lot of fun. People show the pictures of the cigars that they're smoking. Um, I make sure that I try to have as many photos photos as I can of the products that we're talking about. You know, the comments like what Jose was talking about today and the Cigar Rights of America. It's it's you know hashtag Cigar Herb is just the easiest way to find all the comments. Um, that Cigar Guys Radio brings together for all the brothers and sisters of the leaf. Well, thank you very much for the information about Canadian Whiskey Val and head back to the Cigar Herf, and uh, we'll hopefully talk to you about another interesting whiskey or wine topic next week. You betcha. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Smooth draws. Hey, uh, Alan, what do you say we do a little cigar lifestyle news? That sounds absolutely wonderful. Doc, this news will just blow you away because we have both met these guys several times. Gordon Crippen and Ryan Johnson, the faces of Dissonant Cigars, as well as the Humidor Cigars and Lounge in Wichita, Kansas, announced that they are no longer part of either operation. Both were employed at the cigar shop, but it's unclear whether or not they formally owned any part of Dissonant. They were always intentionally indirect about many of Dissident's operations. As for what's next, the pair declined to elaborate further. But like Arnold in The Terminator, both Crippen and Johnson say, I'll be back. Hey, Savant, I know you're not a big fan of anything to do with pumpkin-flavored anything. Pie, coffee, pumpkin pie, pumpkin ice cream. So this story is for you. But I have to ask you a question. You're a Hellboy doll. Does he like pumpkin? He does not like pumpkin okay. either. Okay, I didn't, I didn't think so. General Cigar Company, the owners of the CAO brand, has informed retailers about its latest CAO holiday edition called The Rider's Revenge. It'll be a Toro in 14-count boxes with aggressive packaging. And get this, Avant, it's pumpkin-flavored. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> and... <laughs> To me, there's nothing wrong with that. To you, uh. everything is wrong with that. This appears to be the first time that the October trend of pumpkin spice has come to cigars. I'm sure Jose Blanco is really thrilled to hear about pumpkin spice in cigars. No hablo inglés. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, Jose Blanco. When he's in the United States, he's Joe White. All right, the new line is officially part of the CAO Flavors line, and production is limited to 1,200 boxes. All right. A limited production for pumpkin. Doc, do you know that uh, Halloween is on October 31st? Yeah, I do know that. Okay. And as a tradition, Pete Johnson of Tatawahe Cigars has announced via his private Saints and Sinners Forum the list of retailers who will receive dress boxes of this year's Tatawahe Monster Series release. They are known as the Unlucky 13. 13 retailers 
who will each receive 31 13-count dress boxes. The unlucky 13 list is out for 2015. I know I keep asking you this. What the heck is a dress box? It's fancy. It's Jose, do you have any clue what a dress box is as it pertains to cigars? No hablo inglés. It's a box with a dress on. <laughs> <laughs> Only Alan would appreciate that. It's a uh, dress box. Perhaps I could put my Hellboy doll in one of those dress boxes. Alan! Alan! <laughs> Alan! <laughs> you wake was, up. I was just thinking of that. You know, <laughs> Alan! Alan! <laughs> <laughs> these are crazy numbers, right? I'm, I'm telling you, you know, what is the purpose of all these numbers? Well, you take all these numbers from Tatawahe, and they total up 666 dress boxes and released. The bulk will go on to the lucky, thir- uh, the unlucky 13, although other retailers will receive between one to three dress boxes that can all accommodate a Hellboy doll. In addition, Johnson makes an additional 34 dress boxes for himself while the 666 are numbered, the remaining 34 are not. You know, this is the eighth of 13 planned Monster Series releases, all of which are based on characters, uh, which are, of course, fictional monsters. Only you would appreciate this, right, Chad? <laughs> Chad, give it to him. <laughs> What's Alan, his name? Alan! 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 Out! Alan! 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 Yes. Hey, this year's release is based on Mr. Hyde character from the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Let's go while we're young. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Chad. I thought that segment would never end. All right, Savant, you like bourbon. I do. Yes, I do. I do, uh, mixed with my ginger ale, of course. All right, But per- only if it's got a cherry in it. Right. Perdomo Cigars has released its latest creation, the Perdomo Habano Bourbon Barrel Aged. Wow, wow, is very nice. Even Borat will drink that. The new line, which comes in three wrapper versions and five sizes for a total of 15 faces, uses wrappers that have been aged for at least six years and high-priming Cuban seed binders and fillers from Nicaragua. The line is available with an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper for a mild to medium body, with a rich, creamy smoke and buttery smooth finish. Also, a sun-grown wrapper that delivers rich, earthy flavors and subtle hints of spice, and a Maduro wrapper, which offers a medium to full body with rich, robust flavors of dark cocoa and roasted coffee. Um, The release of the Bourbon Barrel Age line continues a busy year of releases for Perdomo, as the company has also released the Perdomo Small Batch Series, Perdomo Special Craft Series, and the Perdomo Factory Tour. Doc, did you know that Davidoff's expansion in Asia is continuing? Oh, yeah, I know, Alan. (laughs) I'll be back. Davidoff announced a new venture with Sparkle Roll Group Limited, a publicly held and listed Hong Kong-based company that distributes consumer goods in China. The new joint venture will be responsible for distributing Davidoff cigars and accessories in China. Sparkle Group Limited will own 50.1%, and Davidoff AG will own the remaining 49.9%. Sparkle Roll has large luxury automotive business, including the ownership of Bentley, Lamborghini, and Rolls-Royce dealerships throughout China. It also does business in Hong Kong. And earlier this year... Davidoff acquired a minority stake 
in Bluebell Cigars Asia Limited to help foster its growth in the non-Chinese Asian markets. Uh, Danny, this is in Russia. Is this Russia? This is in Russia. Is it? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, Asia. Can you imagine if the Chinese really get into cigars? Jose, you won't be able to... You'll need to get 10 more farms to keep up with the demand. Well, you know, I've been to <clears throat> Hong Kong a couple of times and also Shanghai. I've done seminars there, and I've been uh, traveling and it's growing, but not the way people uh, think. So you have a lot of companies, they say they sell in uh, in uh, in China. But to be honest, only authorizes Davidoff and Havanos. What happens, a lot of cigars go through Hong Kong, Macau, Singapore, and that. And sometimes the Chinese, when they want, they just look the other way. Now, it's been told to me that Emma, your wife, has Chinese disease. Is that true? <laughs> no. Do you know what that is? <laughs> too, she's too young. Too young. Too young. <laughs> you like that. Hey, Alan and Jose, La Flor Dominicana, I know a company you're, you uh, know, Lido Gomez, oh, very well. Very, very well. They're going to be shipping Lanox. You've heard about that yes, one, right? Yes. goes on a bagel, right? No, that's Lanox. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right. La Flor Dominicana has shipped the Lanox, a new release for this summer's IPCPR and convention and trade show. The new line goes dark with everything, from the packaging to the wrapper to the name, which means the night, Lanox. The cigar comes in a single 6.5 by 50 Vitola with a blend of the darkest Brazilian wrappers the company could find over a Mexican San Andreas binder and Dominican fillers with the company's La Canela farms, including Piloto and Pelo de Oro tobaccos, resulting in a smooth, medium-to-full-bodied smoke. While it will be limited in its production at the company's Tabacalera La Flor SA factory in Dominican Republic, it'll be an ongoing release, according to Lito Gomez. Doc, I know you are a lover of Avo cigars, so this news should excite you. And why would that be? Because the second of Avo's newest limited edition series has been released. And you're wondering who Avo is? Oh, I know who Avo is, but do our listeners know who Avo is? I guess not. <laughs> there we go. Do we got a hint who Avo is? <laughs> got to spin the record here. Avo is the author, the writer, the producer. Of composer. Composer, yeah, that's the word I was looking for, of Strangers in the Night. Well, the Avo Classic Covers 2015 Volume 2, a 6x54 Toro, that serves as the follow-up to the Avo Classic covers that shipped earlier this year. The cigars are part of the Avo Improvisation Series, a new limited edition series from Avo that has emerged from the brand's makeover. Classic Covers Volume 2 uses an Ecuadorian 702 Marron wrapper, Mexican binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua, and it's going to be limited to 3,500 boxes of 16. Hey, Doc, the boxes are round and look like a stack of records. Furthermore, Davinoff of Geneva, USA, has created a retail display that looks like a record holder to store additional boxes at retail locations. So we're going to have to go check it out. Hey, Alan, I know you like Davidoff cigars and Nicaragua tobacco, so I know you're going to like this. Here we go. Countdown. Davidoff of Geneva, USA, will begin shipping the new Room 101 
Johnny Tobacco Knot. Oh, that'll go perfect with what? My Hellboy. Exactly. Matt Booth unveiled this new cigar at the 2015 IPCPR convention and trade show in July. Johnny Tobacco Knot. Look, I can't even say that. You have to say that. Tobacco Knot. Is made entirely of Nicaraguan tobacco and offered in three sizes and is limited to 3,500 boxes of 20 cigars. So get out of my way. Matt Booth has said, one small puff for man, one giant cascade of flavor for mankind, and I'll be in on alert for this cigar. I know I will. <laughs> well, you're listening to the Cigar Guys radio show on ESPN Radio 1230 The Fan 2. We'd love to take your calls locally at 404-741-1230 or toll-free 844-TALK-SST. When we come back, we're going to play our mystery cigar celebrity. So you want to listen to our mystery celebrity is call in and win some cigar swag. Smooth draws, everybody. Smooth draws. Hey, if you're planning a trip to the football game in Athens and looking for a great cigar, make sure to visit the premier cigar shop in Athens, Five Point Cigar Shop and Lounge. Five Point Cigars offers a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They've got over 1,300 cigar options for you to choose from and hundreds of pipes and tobacco. Their large, comfortable, private smoking lounge offers lockers, Wi-Fi, large format smart TVs, and coffee. You can visit them on the web at fivepointcigars.com. That's the number fivepointcigars.com. Hello, brothers and sisters of the leaf. This is Doc and the Cigar Savant of the Cigar Guys radio show. We're going to be hosting a group of cigar enthusiasts to the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival called Pure Sabor or Pure Flavor. And we extend an invitation to you to join us at a special discounted price only for listeners of the Cigar Guys radio show and those that follow us on social media. I'm really looking forward to this all-inclusive trip from January 12th through the 16th to Nicaragua. We'll be visiting cigar factories and tobacco plantations. We'll be taking a tour and tasting at the Florida Cana Rum Distillery. There's going to be parties, cocktail gatherings, and of course, lots of cigars. You'll even get a special event, Guayabata shirt, to wear one evening. For more information, go to our website at CigarGuysRadioShow.com and look for Nicaraguan Cigar Festival for details. We hope you join us on this great trip into the world of Nicaraguan cigars. Are you a cigar enthusiast living in DeKalb County? Pay a visit to Paradise Island Cigar Lounge located on Snapfinger Road in Lithonia. Cigar enthusiasts from Tucker, Lilburn, and other nearby cities have come to appreciate Paradise Island Cigar Lounge's extensive walk-in humidor, one of the largest in DeKalb County, with comfortable furnishings and events, along with their courteous and knowledgeable staff. Paradise Island Cigar Lounge welcomes you to pay them a visit, relax in their lounge, and enjoy a cigar from their extensive selection. That's Paradise Island Cigar Lounge on Snapfinger Road in Lithonia. Find them on the web at pismokeshop.com. This is Anwar Mithivayani with King Cigars. I don't always listen to radio, but when I do, I always listen to the Cigar Guys radio show. Draws everyone, welcome back to the Cigar Guys Radio Show on ESPN Radio 1230 The Fan 2. We're going to add a unique segment to the show today. 
we're going to have a mystery caller or celebrity from the Cigar Lifestyle call the show every week and give some hints as to just who he or she is. If you can figure out the name of the mystery caller, we've got some great cigar swag coming your way. We're going to play the mystery caller now, so if you know who it is, we'll take the second correct caller at 404-741-1230 or toll-free 844-TALK-SST. Smooth draw, everyone. I hope you enjoy listening to the Cigar Guys radio show each week like I do. I am a cigar brand owner with a two located somewhere in Central America. I have chosen to make the United States my home. However, my company is very closely associated with Christopher Columbus. Do you know who I am? Good luck. I remember. Relax and enjoy. Do you know who our mystery celebrity is? If so, we'll take the second correct caller at 404-741-1230 or toll-free at 844-TALK-SST to win some great cigar prizes. Smooth Draws. Time now to open up the humidor and find out about the Cigar Guys Radio Show's Cigar Pick of the Week. This week, the Savant and I met our way to the Cigar Merchant of Roswell for our weekly meeting with Scott Bailey to discuss and smoke the Smooth Draws Cigar Pick of the Week. The Cigar. This week, our cigar is the CLE Carrojo. The Cigar Backstory. Christian Aroa, who we have interviewed on the Cigar Guys radio show, is a name that will always be associated with the 94-rated Camacho Cigars and Carrojo Tobacco. Christian Aroa and his father owned Camacho Cigars until Davidoff acquired Camacho in 2008, and Christian remained as president after the acquisition. In early 2012, Christian started a new company, CLE, using his initials, Christian Luis Arora. And while CLE may be a fairly new company, it already has a rich and long history in the cigar industry. The Cigar Construction. The CLE Corojo was launched at the 2012 IPCPR convention and trade show produced at the Tobacco's Rancho's Hamastron factory in Honduras, where Camacho cigars are made. The CLE Corojo is a Poro, with the fillers significantly aged and grown in Honduras from Cuban seeds. Being a Poro, the binder is also Honduran and then dressed in a gorgeous Corojo wrapper, also from Honduras. And this is the same wrapper that made Christian Aurora and the Camacho famous. As you would expect, the construction is flawless and topped with a triple cap. The Cigar Draw. The draw is just pleasant and provides a nice full body of rich, cool, smooth, creamy, delicious smoke. The Cigar Taste Profile. This medium to full-bodied smoke is delicious, teeming with hearty nuances. A true flavor bomb, sporting, an earthy, espresso, coffee-like flavor with notes of a creamy, sweet vanilla. We found nuances of black pepper, wood, and the cinnamon of a red-hot candy. The flavors are well-blended, balanced, complex, and rich, all complementing each other. Does this cigar earn a Cigar Guys radio show by recommendation? 
The CLE Carojo has received 90-plus ratings, and now I know why. Christian Aroa has proven that he made the right decision and that he knows Carojo Tobacco. This is a must-try cigar and gets a Cigar Guy radio show by recommendation. You've just heard the Cigar Guy's radio show, Cigar of the Week. We're going to pair that cigar with just the right spirits, wine, or craft beer. Selected by the staff at Capital City Wine and Spirits in Atlanta. Smooth draws, everyone, and savory sips. Hey, for today's pairing with the CLE Corojo, Fernando Martinez of Capital Wine and Spirits selected the Old Stock Ale by North Coast Brewing Company. A fantastic old ale. It tastes like an alcoholic baked raisin bread. Raisins are very well pronounced as well as hints of other dark fruit. Alcohol is definitely noticeable, but it's still quite smooth for 11.8% alcohol by volume ale. It also has some molasses and caramel flavors, some of which lightly come from the malts. It has an earthy presence to it with slight herbal notes. This exceeded my expectations. As the first old ale I've tried, I'm thrilled. Smooth and tasty with a nice punch at 11.8%. Punch. Thanks for the recommendation on the sale, Fernando. It paired very well with the Sealy Carrojo cigars. Hey, Savant, let me tell our listeners about the special Scott Bailey at the Cigar Merchant of Roswell has only for listeners of the Cigar Guys radio show on ESPN Radio 1230, The Fan 2. All right. If they go in and say, I listen to the Cigar Guys radio show, and they buy three of the Sealy Carrojos, they'll get one free. That's a deal, isn't it? Even our producer may want to spring some money for that one. Now he's shaking his head no. I got two kids in college. Ah, okay. (laughs) Hey, uh, Jose, while you're still here in the studio, what's next for Senorial or Freya? Anything in the pipeline as far as new cigar uh, launches? Mm, not for this year. We're working already for things for next year. You know, we take our time. Uh, we don't just uh, go uh, to the factory, take some tobacco, mix them around. No, we, we do the process. We look for the profile we want to make. We look at our, at our inventory. Uh, we make the blends. We send them out to our uh, panel in, uh, in Europe and the panel in, in the States. And we get feedback, and then, you know, we make the cigars again, and we tweak around with them. So for us to come to up with a blend, it's going to take us six or seven months. So we're already working on things for next year. But right now we're basically concentrated in Senorea, Senorea Maduro, and Freya. And we're not going to go like crazy coming out with five, six different line extensions every year. We're now you've got a new Lancero, correct? Yes, but it, it's going to come out twice a year. It's Every time we come out with it, it's 10,000 sticks, and that's it. Lancero is not a big celebrant for the cigar geeks, the cigar connoisseurs, the people that really want to appreciate the uh, uh, the wrapper of that cigar on that size. Uh, they love it. And what is that wrapper? Habano, Ecuador. Hey, apparently, Jose, you do enjoy working. I mean, you've retired about eight times already. (laughs) It's no secret you hit 65. I'm not speaking out of turn because you launched a cigar commemorating this. I guess there's no slowing down for you. And by the way, happy birthday on the 27th. I'm two days later. But you're at least, what, 30 years older than I am? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. 
Listen, is let me, he laughing? No, no. no let me let, let me tell you something. First of all, I love I I love what I do, and I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. And uh, I always tell uh, people where I do my seminars or people to come and visit. If you're a cigar smoker, and of course you have to have the means, if you're going to put something on your bucket list, it should be a trip to Dominican Republic or uh, to Nicaragua to visit a. Uh, cigar facility, see the plantations, see the curing, the fermentation, all the process, the 230 or 240 different hands that touch a cigar before you smoke it. So, I mean, it should be on everybody's bucket list. Absolutely. Hey, you've just heard the first episode of the Cigar Guys radio show at our new home. We're so delighted to be at ESPN Radio, 1230 The Fan 2. Chad Pochier, Thank you so much for your excellent production work. Lou Thunder Alvarado, thanks for answering the phones. Big John Stagenga, I got that right. Thank you very much. John Sands, the photographer, and a cast of thousands. We'll see you all next week. Same time, same stations. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Jose. And thank Thank you, Doc. Smooth draws, everyone. Looking for an upscale, relaxing cigar lounge to seal that business deal, network with others, or to simply enjoy a late-night cocktail date? Look no further than the Cigar City Club, just one mile inside the perimeter on Roswell Road in Sandy Springs. The Cigar City Club centerpiece is their expansive bar with all of your favorite bourbon, scotch, and other fine spirits, where bartenders handcraft specialty cocktails. For your entertainment, the club also features live local performers. The club's resident cigar ambassador, Big Al, will be delighted to help you select a premium cigar in the spacious, fully stocked humidor. What sets the Cigar City Club apart is the ability to dine on juicy steaks and other delicacies. The Cigar City Club. It's not a hobby, it's a lifestyle. CigarCityClub.com Are you a cigar aficionado looking for the perfect shop? Visit Imperial Cigar and Pipe Club on Lawrenceville Highway in Lawrenceville. They have a great selection of boutique cigars in their walk-in humidor and high-quality pipe tobacco for the pipe enthusiast. You'll feel right at home in their comfortable lounge and will soon appreciate their knowledgeable and friendly staff. Imperial Cigar and Pipe Club also offers memberships and private humidified lockers. Looking for some great cigars midweek? They've got an ongoing deal every Wednesday. Purchase four and get one free. So pay the folks at Imperial Cigar and Pipe Club on Lawrenceville Highway a visit. Find them on the web at imperialcigarpipeclub.com. Looking for a wine and spirit shop that offers excellent selection, personalized service, and friendly advice? Then you need to visit Capital Wine and Spirits, featuring an 1,800-bottle walk-in temperature-controlled wine cellar. Capital City will cater to the palate of the most discriminating wine connoisseur. If you're more of a whiskey aficionado, Capital City's got you covered with an extensive collection of Scotch, Bourbon, Irish, and Capital City also stocks plenty of cold craft beer as well. You'll also find specialty liqueurs, bitters, and mixers, everything you need to craft great cocktails at your next event. That's Capital City Wine and Spirits on the corner of Howell Mill and Collier Road in Atlanta, serving the north side since 1968. On the web at CapitalWineAndLiquor.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.